I'm gonna start this episode of the show. I just, I gotta be so careful. Be careful, Megan. This going. I sound like Speedy Gonzalez's yeah, brother. Andele, <laughs> andele, Megan. Your problematic racism is ruining <laughs> my concentration. I've just got to replace this intro with a bag of sand. Very carefully. <laughs> this bit is going to shit. It's it's a rock! Oh no! That's right, it's me! I'm here! The rock has arrived and I'm here to say it's fun fiction! Every new intro we do just gets more and more fucking incomprehensible. <laughs> this was the worst one, I think. I think so. It might be our worst one ever. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Fiction, a show where two dipshits make bad art and snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? I'm Scotty Moore. And I belong in a museum. I'm Megan Danger. Oh, that one rules! God, that was so much better! <laughs> Belongs in a museum! Uh, so we're talking Indiana Jones and... I do want to apologize. I did want to watch Last Crusade. I did not want to watch um, the racist one. And so all I have watched to prepare for this episode is the intro to Raiders and POV ride-throughs of all of the Indiana Jones rides at Disney World. <laughs> so we're going in that direction. I'm ready and raring to go. Oh my god. <laughs> so Indiana, cause like, I, as a child, I don't know what this is about me, but like, they're, Indiana Jones, much like Sherlock, much like James Bond, are like these iconic characters that I just never got into. I've never seen a James Bond. I have seen all three Austin Powers, though, which I feel is comparable. Um, yeah, sure. Yes, it's the exact same, baby. Yeah. Look, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like the old, like the classic James Bond, they do not hold up at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Sherlock, it wasn't until old Bendispoon Cumberbund came in. Actually, no, I think the Robert Downey Jr. ones I got into because I, I love being discombobulated and that really, that film really <laughs> spoke to me on discombobulation. And then with Indy, uh, like in, in high school, I was a, I was a film nerd to a point of like, I'm going to watch every good movie ever made. And, and so I know how good movies happen. And that's what led me to watch Indy. But it was in this swath of watching, like, Indiana Jones, watching, like, Clerks, watching Godfather, watching Scarface. Just, like, every popular good movie I watched it once, and it just all kinds of runs together. But I do enjoy Indiana Jones. I just have never, like, it's never been a passion of mine. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a real passion. For, for Indiana Jones, um, I've got, I'm really Jonesing for that Indiana. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I've my Indiana Jones thing is weird and specific. Okay, <laughs> I can't talk about Indiana Jones without uh without without making it weird. <laughs> Without getting horny on made for old Harry Ford, because no, no not, not that specifically, but sure, Ugh, we yeah. can do that too. Like that, we 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 can we can do that, but that's no. Um, without getting like weirdly personal. <laughs> I mean, I can edit it out, or oh if no, you... it's fine. It's yeah, not, okay. yeah, no, no, it's not. It's just like. Like we like to, you know, we like to keep things. I know we, I know we like to keep things like we like to have fun here. We yes. like to have good. We like to have a good time uh, because 
It's like, yeah, the, the Raid Raiders is, is fine. I have no uh, personal feelings about it. It's like, yeah, that one's fine. Uh, I totally forgot that it wasn't called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost. It's just Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then the character became so popular that all the reoccurring ones became. It's like Rambo. First yeah. Rambo was just First Blood. And then they were like, no, just call it Rambo. That's what people remember. Well, because, yeah, when they, you make the first one, like, the name has no, like, cachet to it. If you called it Indiana Jones and whatever, people are like, who the fuck is that guy? You can't call the first one Rambo because people are like, well, who's that dickhead? <laughs> like, uh, I guess the exception to that would be, like, Rocky, and that's because Sylvester Stallone just had huge balls and didn't care. Well, Be- <laughs> Beetlejuice, we recently did. <laughs> oh, but then again... They didn't want to do that, if you recall. Tim Burton yeah. had to fight to do that. <laughs> what was the terrible name? Ghost House? Some shit like that. <laughs> and then the sequel would be Beetlejuice and the Dead People. Or exactly. something like Beetlejuice that. Beetlejuice and the Big Dead People. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know I saw Raiders first at some I'm point as a kid. Well, but that, I didn't see the second one second. Um, I saw the third one. You you were being protected from the racism from from the from the trash. They were uh, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were both going through divorces when they made that movie, and it fucking shows. <laughs> it's their midlife crisis it film, basically. It is. They were literally like, we're both going through horrible divorces, and this is how we're going to deal with it um, instead of just being adults. Instead of just being fucking adults. That's Hollywood, baby! Yeah! And also, we're just gonna be fucking racist on top of it. Yeah. God, it's such a bad movie. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> like, that that kid from The Goonies is cute and all, but that's a shit film. <laughs> I remember with Star Wars, starting off with... I guess 4 is number 1, so never mind, it doesn't hold up. Although I did get very mad... After watching A New Hope and then going, he ain't never said that he's that boy's dad. That's all I know about a Star Wars is that that boy is that boy's dad. Why he say it? And they're like, well, there's sequels. I fuck a sequel. Tell him he's your dad. <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, uh, but, but there's no, like, that's the thing. There's no real, like... I mean, I guess the first and the third you got, uh, or, no, yeah, no, there's no fucking coherence to them. You could really watch them in any order. It doesn't matter. Uh, apart from the one that we don't talk about. Damn it. Shit. I was gonna see if we could get through the whole episode without bringing it up. Because (laughs) there was a moment in college where I woke up and was like, yeah, the Indiana Jones trilogy. And then, like... A moment, a pause happened, and then it just slowly crept back into my brain. I literally phased it out of existence for myself for a while, and I just get scared. It's like a jump scare every time I'm reminded <laughs> of Shia LaBeouf swinging through the desert with CGI monkeys. I saw that in theaters. Same, um, same. Yeah. <laughs> That's an experience. Uh, but yeah, so I saw the third one when I was pretty young and um i got hyper fixated on it oh hell yeah so because and so this is where it get, becomes like a personal thing so when we've talked about sean connery we've done it in the context of like haha man sound funny <laughs> yeah i'm a very funny sounding <laughs> man yes it's fun to do the voice um, <laughs> and then you know uh also like sean connery the dude like i i know with when when i was editing like i put that the the disclaimer in oh yeah because well because the, the, the way the timing came out it did kind of seem like it's like oh he just died it does kind of sound like we're just sort of spitting on a dead man but also like <laughs> oops yeah but but then also like he, he wasn't a good dude he oh was did, he was he, he not he, no Oh, he did come out. Uh, uh, well, that's and, good for him. No, <laughs> no. Uh, he he did come out and say like it's totally chill to to smack a woman if she be an uppity, and he doubled down on that. 
quite a few times. Is it bad because of how old he is? I'm like, I'm almost doing the ah, granddad's just being racist thing right now. I'm like, yeah, but it's Sean Connery. I know. It's like when he's like nine, because he, he was like fucking 90 when he died. That is like kind of funny. But like, he was not like fucking 90 when he was saying it. So it's like, mm, he like he never went back. It was like, yeah, that's not cool that like I know of. So it's like. Dude had shitty takes. Um, yeah. So I feel like I need to say that to, like, kind of qualify. Uh, so anyway. So wait, hold on. I, I, you started this off with, I had to put the disclaimer after Sean Connery died, and I thought you were about to lead into, because I felt bad because I love Sean Connery, but instead it was just, I'm going to double down on well, spitting no, on I, this I old have, man. Well, but basically what I'm going to say is, like, there's just this whole weird spider web of shit going on here in my brain. Yeah, yeah. So, coming back around. <laughs> Because it's only going to get worse in terms of just an entanglement of 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 Megan Brain. Also, because you know my Adderall wore off. So, <laughs> welcome to Tangent City, motherfuckers. We waited. We waited for this moment. Um, so I don't have any like uh grandparents or shit like that. Like my family is very very small. I don't have like extended family or anything like that. And, uh, both my parents, like, worked all the time when I was, like, young, so it was, like, me and my little brother alone in the house, like, all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, we were raised by media, largely, which I think explains a lot about me. Same, same. So that's just the kind of people we are. Yes. This, this is why we are the way we are. Um, I was afraid that this was going to lead into Sean Connery became my surrogate granddad, and that would have been weird. Oh, no, I don't like this pause. I don't like this pause you're taking. Look, I watched the third <laughs> Indiana Jones movie a lot, <laughs> and Henry, Henry Jones Sr. was just like, he's just, he's just... Look, I got really attached to him. I don't know. <laughs> I was like fucking eight years old when I first watched the movie, and I don't know. I imprinted on him like a baby duck does. <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack. Come here, duckling. Yes. <laughs> I cannot tell you why this happened. It just did. <laughs> This is beautiful. <laughs> so yes, sorry, here this... here I am on fun fiction with my whole ass out for you. With my with my with my grandpa Sean Connery. <laughs> well, no, see, not Sean Connery. Henry Jones Senior. Specifically, specifically. Yeah. <laughs> see, I got that kind of similarly, but it I imprinted on just like a whole ass actor in the form of Jim Carrey. Like, I had a solid five-year period where I was like, I have to see every Jim Carrey movie. I've got to study him. I've got to learn about the time that he and his family lived in a van in Canada and his weird, sad life. And then it's like, well, also, he may be an anti-vaxxer. And also, at this point, may have gone off of the entire proverbial deep end. Yeah, so. he's, he's just completely out there now from what I've seen. <laughs> Yeah, that was the weird thing about, like, seeing Sonic, which I still haven't seen, but, like, I'm like, Jim Carrey can still just do acting? Because didn't he come off with that thing where he's just like, I am not Jim Carrey, I'm a collection of ideas that is a, that you believe to be the human called Jim Carrey, and I'm like, yeah, okay, so, but that guy still needs money, I guess, <laughs> and wants to play Dr. Robotnik. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, he's, he's pretty funny in Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got some real good lines in that movie it's batshit it's absolutely bonkers but uh it's not bad i'm gonna put actually i think it's already in our future episode ideas so it's okay <laughs> oh yeah because i said i want to get ben schwartz on the podcast <laughs> you know we gotta keep things achievable yeah Ben Schwartz. He's 
achievable probably. We got to get Thomas Middleditch first. He's the first hurdle to get to Ben Schwartz. <laughs> we get Ben first, you get Middleditch. Then you've got Schwartz. <laughs> and then you kill the Batman. Anyways, Indiana Jones? <laughs> Indiana Jones, though. Um, yeah, so the other two, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember most of Raiders pretty positively, and uh, fuck that other one. I can quote you the third movie by heart because I've yeah. seen it so many fucking times because I was a weird kid with problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's also like the most fun one. I mean, because that's it's funny because it's like the first one they were like, all right, yeah, um, Jesus item fighting Nazis. Hell yeah. And then the second one, they were just like. The weird jungle racism screaming woman. Uh, and they were like, oh, wow, n- none of this worked. This was bad. This was all bad. What do we do for the third one? Uh, Jesus woman fire. Or, oh, Jesus woman. God, <laughs> Jesus item fighting Nazis. Yes, this worked so well the first time. We got to go, go back, back to, to this. what you do well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like I read the second one got weirdly violent at the end, like super gory at the end of it and as a response to that they kind of went more kid friendly with last crusade which is honestly the best shit anytime a movie franchise gets too violent and they try to go in the exact opposite direction it does always create my favorite films a la teenage mutant ninja turtles to secret of the use yeah uh the third one is extremely slapsticky like oh yeah yeah <laughs> like cuz yeah the first one is still like fairly dark um the ark of the covenant does melt a whole bunch of dudes faces off (laughs) oh that was like the when i was in high school and like a movie maker that was the goal to figure out how to make a dude's face whole ass melt off his skull that was something i like that's the thing with indiana jones like i said i've only seen it once but just through the sheer cultural osmosis i'm like Kalima, Kalima, snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Just like a, a fucking guy with what was it? Was it a scimitar that he was like showing off with in the first one, and then Indy just shoots him in the face? There's just so much shit from it. I just don't know from where or from when. Hell, even Crystal Skull got that dumb fucking refrigerator moment that everyone remembers. It's true. Everybody does remember the dumb fucking refrigerator. Yep. God, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> what was Shia's character name? Wasn't it like Mutt? It, was some, it had to have been something stupid like Mutt or Miff or Biff or some fucking shit. <laughs> Take your hands off her, Biff. <laughs> Take your hands off the crystal skull. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. This is, I'm sorry, this is your episode. <laughs> I, I, I'm. I'm useless. I'm like I know the bits, I know the small bits we need to go off on, but outside of that, I'm just like, no, nah, I don't know. Like, so what is what is? I think the third one's the one I know the least through cultural osmosis, honestly. Because like, obviously, I know short round, I know Kali Ma, I know the good heart rip of two, and then just the entire ass opening of one, which is a masterpiece film in and of itself. And then some Nazis hang out. I mean, the third one has some really fucking good set pieces. It has the whole big um, tank chase, which is fucking rad. Yeah. 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 It has a whole big fucking tank chase in the desert because Indy's dad and uh, Marcus get kidnapped. Um, Yeah. Oh, God. That's the the one thing that sucks about it is like Marcus and uh, Sala both become massively, massively stupid for no reason at all. Does Marion come back? Because I know Marion... No, like, Marion she... only comes back in the fourth one. Uh, wow, really? You're yeah, gonna make it, us wait for that? Yeah, Elsa is the is huh? the girl in, in this one. She's And she is, like, supposedly, like, a grail researcher who is, like, working with Indy's dad, but she betrays them. But she freezes she, them, yes. But then, she, but then she also betrays uh, the Nazis, because really she just, like, wants the grail. Um, she's just sort of there. 
And she, but and it's the Ice Queen woman. Yeah, it's the Ice Queen woman. And then we get we get a gag that she she slept with both him and with Indy and Indy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a pretty good gag actually. <laughs> that's my favorite. Like that's my favorite thing about these films is not like the serious adventure tone, but just the goofy cartoon shit that happens in it. But it's almost like they don't know that goofy shit's happening. Like, Evil Dead 2 took all the goofy shit from Evil Dead 1 and just leaned into it. Indy is just earnestly presenting great gags. Like, the moment (laughs) in the opening of Raiders where he leans down to, like, the the step-activated thing that shoots out the arrows, and as it does, it just collides directly with the stick Indy's holding. <laughs> and he just, the, just the big old whoa! Yeah. So what it is is that um, like, he's rescuing his, his dad from this like, weird Bavarian fucking castle or some shit, and then the Nazis have Elsa, they're holding her at gunpoint, she's like Indy, no! Indy, please! And, um, He's like, he's like, they won't shoot her. She's a Nazi. And Indy, of course, is like, oh, girl, pretty. Gotta, I, I gotta put the gun down. <laughs> and of course, and she's like, oh, Indy, thank you, but you should have listened to your father. Dun, dun, dun. And then he's like, how did you, how did you know she was a Nazi? And he goes, dogs in a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like Nazis do. <laughs> and he looks at it, he looks at his dad. And he's like, "Oh no, gross!" <laughs> Harrison Ford has the best fucking facial expressions. Like ninety oh, yeah. percent of that of that movie is just Harrison Ford reacts to things. <laughs> like he's not monotone specifically, but he is very not varied. Very, he's very deadpan. Yeah, that's what it is. So his face does have to like do the hard lifting for him. God, and then so yeah, and then they're in a they're in like the fucking they're in a blimp. I think it's like su- like supposed to be the Hindenburg. I don't know because they get out of it beforehand. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, they get in the little biplane that's attached to it and drop off because they're hiding it and they've got these little newspapers. But then there's like a Nazi guy on there who's going around going papers, please. Peppers? Peppers? Value papers? Tickets? Tickets? (laughs) And then uh, Indy, like, goes in the back, and he puts on a little jacket, and he gets in a scuffle with one of the Nazis, and he throws him off the fucking blimp, and everyone's looking, and he goes, No ticket. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody, like, fucking pulls out their tickets, like, We got ours! We got ours, man! (laughs) That Does Indy ever meet Hitler? Because I yeah, feel like... Yeah! In, yes! What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Hitler sign... Okay. <laughs> so the whole thing this is... This makes when they're me so to, happy. Because they're, they're trying to find the, the grail. And part of what everybody's running after is that his dad has a grail diary. Because you can't just find the grail. That You have to pass these, these tests that... Um, the, the Short by riddles three! Yes! <laughs> There's the the something of God. Only in the, the footsteps of the penitent man will, will he pass. The word of God. Only in the whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> there's all these other, there's these fucking things. So he's got this grail diary and they keep fucking losing it. And so they have to go to Berlin to get it back. And <laughs> and then so they're, they're, in, they're in Berlin and he's like, be careful, son. We're pilgrims in an unholy land. And Indy is disguised as a Nazi, and there's, like, book burnings and shit, and so he's just standing there, and he's holding the Grail Diary, and he looks fucking terrified, and uh, there is, like, a parade, and Hitler does straight up walk up to him, and Indy has to play it off like he wants an autograph, (laughs) and Hitler signs the Grail Diary. (laughs) This This whole scene is carried out. With, like, <laughs> wacky parade music and no dialogue. <laughs>
I can't tell you why everything you've just told me is blowing my mind, but you will know by the end of the episode why everything that you've just told me is blowing my mind. <laughs> but we need to move on. Um, any any other great indie indie bits, indie stories? Because like even the it's not that the rides were bad that I watched; they seemed relatively entertaining. But like I can't sit here and be like, well. As you go in, you walk under spikes, and then you get in a car, and the car goes on the ride, (laughs) and then there's a skeleton boy who breathes fire at you. Welcome to Indiana Jones the Ride. (laughs) Um, when the, the, God, um, when RJ and I had been dating for a few months? Yeah. Less than six months. We did go to Universal Studios where they do the Indiana Jones experience thing. You mean Hollywood Studios or Universal? Because I think it's at Hollywood. Oh, maybe it's at Hollywood Studios at Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's not a ride. It's just like that little the little show. Yeah, yeah. And they did pick RJ out. Where they, oh, they, yeah. hell yes! Yeah, where they like dress him up and give him the thing. And it's like, all right, you get to hold a sword and like... I don't know. <laughs> menace, menace our Indiana Jones for a bit, and then we'll drop you in a hole. It'll be great. <laughs> I I never did that, mostly because I never go to Hollywood Studios because I like to go to theme parks with more than four rides. Well, because we, you know, it's like you get the like the Florida resident like park hopper thing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh I I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Made very good use of that, I did. It was, get drunk at Epcot, because that's all you do at Epcot, and then go to the actual theme park, Magic Kingdom. Exactly. You gotta get, it was the only, can't get hammered at the Magic Kingdom. (laughs) You can try, but you will get kicked out of Be Our Guest very quickly. Oh shit. Well, should we get into some fan fiction? This I'm sorry I don't have more for for Indiana Jones, but should we get into some fan fiction? I I guess I guess we ought to. All right. Well, it's this is your this is your week, so I will I will re- leave the table to you. All right. Um so I did just kind of go on a whole thing about that I I do enjoy Indiana Jones very much or at least the third one and that it is very important to me. And now yeah. I am about to read a whole thing where I just kind of take the piss out of it all. <laughs> I can um, guarantee whatever you do will not be as bad as what I have done today. Oh, dear. <laughs> I usually have a little bit of pride in what I bring to this show. This week, I can openly say I brought some whole ass bullshit. I brought some whole ass bullshit to this show. You know, it's only fair. I mean, considering that I bring some whole ass bullshit every week, like <laughs> you're allowed. Yeah, yeah. It's your right. <laughs> it's your god given right to bring some whole ass bullshit. <laughs> you wrote the you wrote the money plane musical. You can take a week off. Exactly. I did just listen to that today at work, and I was like, God fucking damn it! I put so much effort into this shit. Maybe that's why I did write. I did write. I wrote a whole ass fic. Okay. Hell yes. Hell be, yes. Be proud of me. <laughs> All right. I did, I did. I had to do some research. <laughs> I had to figure out what fictional college Indiana Jones taught at. <laughs> <laughs> it's Barnett College in Fairfield, New York. <laughs> that is also a buck wild thing about him is he's just like, yeah, I teach uh, college, but... If I do need to go fight a Nazi every once in a while, I would love to be one of his students. Do we have class today? Oh, no. Professor Jones is off fighting Nazis, so he got the day off. Fuck yeah! Yeah, the TA's got this one covered. <laughs> you know he's got, he's got that deep tenure. <laughs> you remember that shitty thing everyone talked about in college? If a professor doesn't show up after 15 minutes, you get to leave and you won't be in trouble. I love an Indiana Jones where all it is is him fighting Nazis and realizes his class starts soon and he has to get there before that 15 minutes ends. Oh, fuck. Now I wish I'd written about that instead. That's what I'm 
that's that's the real reason why I like the uh, there's the I can't remember if there's truth to it, but that story about like uh, from Raiders when about why Indy sh- just shoots the guy who was oh doing yeah because he was like fucked up with the flu wasn't yeah, he that he was like super sick that he was supposed to like actually fight him and he's just like no i'm like i'm really sick or like he had the shits or like something crazy <laughs> but no it's it's actually he's like fuck dude i gotta get to my class <laughs> harrison ford uttering the phrase i'm sorry george lucas i can't do this i have the drizzling shits <laughs> is the biggest mental image i've ever thought of it's so on brand, Will. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I did have to look that up. They made a bunch, because he was teaching at a different college. Uh, he's, he's teaching at a different college like every fucking movie. He was teaching at a different one by the he time. He keeps getting fired because he's going to fight Nazis. Because <laughs> he's teaching at a different one by the fourth movie, but we're not fucking acknowledging that. And, and there's the most references to Barnett College in like the greater lore. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. that's what I learned. Young Indiana Jones is a thing too that we're not going to talk about. I don't know anything about it, and I didn't bother to learn. <laughs> so here we go. Julia Margolis was a professor of classical civilization and anthropology for the archaeology track at Barnett College in Fairfield, New York. Okay, fine. Julia Margolis was an adjunct instructor in classical civilization and anthropology for the archaeology tract at Barnett College in Fairfield, New York. The students still had to call her Professor Margolis. She just got paid much, much, much less. But that was just because the academia job market was shit right now. She had the archaeology degrees. It wasn't her fault that all the professors with deep tenure refused to die off and open up some job space for the new kids who were stuck stacking as many intro to anthropology courses as one human could possibly teach in order to make rent. Academia, baby! (laughs) This is still an Indiana Jones fanfiction. It was the start of a new semester, and she was in Hamilton Hall, which was roughly a billion years old, attempting to print her syllabi. The printer she was using was probably nearly as old as Hamilton Hall. A massive machine, combination printer, copier, fax, God only knows what else... It was about the size of a large sheep and easily three times as skittish. It was known to break if you so much as thought mean things at it too loudly. It would also, just as mysteriously, start working again in extremely inconvenient times. Like, say if you had half an arm inside it trying to fix what it claimed was a paper jam. Julia fucking hated this machine so much. And in that moment, she probably hated it the most, because halfway through printing her syllabi, it sputtered to a halt and the tiny screen declared that it was out of toner. Biting back an inhuman shriek of frustration, Julia made her way to the front office desk to beg for replacement toner, which she was unlikely to get, because even though everyone in the building used the printer, they still hoarded office supplies like it was the Mad Max times. This is still an Indiana Jones fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hun. Can't help you, said the front desk person, helpfully. Julia must have looked as close to snapping as she felt because they added, Look, you didn't hear it from me, but check the department storerooms. They might have some stuff for the printer buried in the back that people have forgotten about. And off to the archaeology department storeroom Julia went. Not that she particularly wanted to. If Hamilton Hall was a billion years old, the storerooms were at least a billion and twelve. They were creepy and dusty and the lights were always flickery. You'd think someone with a degree in old dead stuff wouldn't be so easily spooked by stupid stuff like that, but Julia was, at heart, the big baby. But not a big enough baby to resign herself to printing out over a hundred syllabi on her printer at home, because fuck that. She crept into the storeroom, flicking on the lights, which cast an eerie, tepid glow. There were stacks of boxes and walls lined with all the manner of random crap, from textbooks and supplies to... Things that Julia had a creeping feeling might have actually belonged in a museum. Oh, fuck you! (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) No toner, though. She wandered deeper in and kicked at something in the gloomy half-light. Felt soft. She bent down and saw it was an old hat, a fedora, covered in a layer of dust. It looked like it hadn't been touched for decades. Gross, she muttered. 
Redditor hat. <laughs> I, I hate you. This hat just bought five GameStop stock. Hey, I won't hear any slander against my hat. Julia screamed and dropped the hat only to watch in horror as it floated into the air and a semi-transparent body materialized underneath. Who are you? She gasped. What? I'm what? <laughs> I'm Dr. Indiana Jones, professor of archaeology, the specter declared. Are you fucking kidding me? Even the ghosts have tenure? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what, what now? This is bullshit, Julia cried, her mind now past the breaking point. I just need to find toner for the stupid printer so I can print my stupid syllabus for my stupid classes. I don't have time to be haunted. Beetle Jones, Beetle Jones, Beetle Jones. <laughs> the ghost of Indy scoffed. I never made a syllabus. I mostly just told my students about my globe-trotting adventures, rescuing artifacts, and bringing them back to my friend Marcus's museum. Why don't you just do that? Julia paused. Excuse me? Yeah, like I'd go fly off into the Amazon or whatever. Get a golden idol, get chased by the natives, get it stolen by some dickhead who wanted to keep it for himself, steal it back, put it in a museum to preserve it forever. Do you have any of those stories? You, you'd fly around the world and steal artifacts from indigenous peoples to put in your friend's Museum. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> you, you left out the part where there's usually another guy who just wants to keep it for himself. Also, who the fuck is paying you to travel the world thieving from other cultures? This school? Because I'm lucky if they're paying my ass two grand a course. And Ghost Indy's eyes grew huge for a moment and Julia stopped and asked, Oh, wait, what? When were you a teacher? 1936. Ah, gotcha. Give me a second. And she typed some things into Google on her phone real quick before adding about $100. Oh, wow. That's bullshit. Right? <laughs> and the specter of Indiana Jones looked thoughtful for a moment before saying to Julia, Hey, you know, I have a bullwhip underneath the shelf there. Why the fuck do you have a... That's not important. The question is... Do you want it? And Julia Margolis decided that yes, actually, she did. Because it turned out that front desk people suddenly became a lot more knowledgeable about the location and quantity of printer toner when you threatened them with a bullwhip. The end. <laughs> I, as a content creator, when you come without ideas, I'm, I, I'm like, oh, well, that's unfortunate. But now as a writer and a very egotistical writer, I'm very happy you don't try often because my my position as good writer would quickly fall because holy shit, you're too good at this. <laughs> It was just one of those moments where the one of like one of those sort of rare beautiful moments where I immediately had the dumbest fucking idea and I was like, "Yup, we're doing this." <laughs> it also reminded me of the only class I didn't drop out of but the like transferred out of in college and it was archaeology class because I took it thinking we were going to learn about dinosaurs. Yes, I got archaeology and paleontology mixed up. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow, Scotty. And as I was sitting there, firstly, his, his class was insane because he was like, every week you're going to have to watch one of these videos and write like 12 pages on them. And I'm like, well, fuck that. But if it's like, wait, archaeology, that's Indiana Jones. Oh, hell yeah. If I could be Indiana Jones, at which point he goes, and if you think this class is going to be anything like Indiana Jones or other films like that, you can get out. And I'm like, bye. I'm going to go take sociology again because I'm a fucking nerd. Let's go. <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, that that printer. That, that printer. 
Oh, I know that type. I know that. I used to work in a print shop. My mom used to work in one, and I worked for her during the summers, and I know the exact type of printer you're talking about. And they yeah, that's, fucking that, that's, suck. That's a, that's a Konica Minolta motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That's three three years like of work. Ralphie in a Christmas story. <laughs> like, I know the exact brand of it. Three years as a graduate teaching instructor. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What I sat down to write my fan fiction the other day, and I kind of just passed out, and the ghost... <laughs> The the ghost of Tara Gillespie in, inhabited my body, and I just started typing, and I didn't care if grammatical errors came up, I didn't care if I misspelled anything, I just kind of went, and I ended up, hold on, one, two, I ended up with a five-page fanfiction. <laughs> just off, the, this is pure, unedited stream of consciousness scotty i didn't plan anything i just started writing and saw what happened because like i said i knew last crusade was one of your favorite movies and i was upset i didn't get to watch it even though i had an opportunity today and i watched deadpool instead um (laughs) so so you're just about to read like some fucking hunter s thompson ass shit we were three steps outside of Barstow. I had a co- DVD copy of Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade <laughs> in the trunk. No, I I decided to sit here because, like I said earlier, a lot of Indiana Jones I know through cultural osmosis. I know from what I've learned from other people. So I thought, with the information I've gained in general, could I come up with a reasonable simulcrum for what I think Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade is about. Oh, God. So I wrote a five-page <laughs> synopsis for what I believe The Last Crusade is about. And I need you to know, this is why I was freaking out earlier, because there are an unfortunate amount of similarities between it <laughs> You might have gotten it too close. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade as written by Scotty Moore during a fever dream. Matt, do you want me to, like, break it and tell you every time you've gotten something right? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say wrong. And I'm like, no, that will be immediate. That's immediate. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm going to put in some epic, <laughs> epic music behind it. Aw, dip. Ding, dang, Hitler stole my dad, Indiana Jones said. (laughs) His hat flapping in the wind, trying to decide if it's a cowboy hat or a fedora. (laughs) What will we do about that, Mr. Jones? Short Round responded, causing Indy to lovingly look down at this boy and pick him up in his big adventurer arms. Yaga! Indy yelled as he yeeted Short Round off a cliff because holy shit, we're not about to deal with that. Now, to find my dad, Indy said with a tiny smile. He went and got on an airplane, I guess. The airplane was piloted by a smart, handsome boy named Launchpad, who was actually a duck and not a boy. Launchpad took care of Indy's longer trips out of the country because he didn't charge as much as those big airplane companies because Indy just couldn't afford that on a teacher's salary. All right, Indy, here we are. 1940s Nazi Germany, Launchpad McQuaid commented. (laughs) Indiana looked out his window, and my God, it was worse than he thought. There was so much Hitler shit everywhere, man. (laughs) (laughs) Banner, banners, soldiers, commemorative... So, so much Hitler shit. Um, <laughs> do you know when World War Two took place, mostly? 1940s, ain't it? <laughs> do you know when... Okay. I mean, I guess the movie takes place in, in the ramp-up to World War Two. <laughs> it, it's, it's Italy in, in, like, 1936, I think. 
There, there were banners, soldiers, <laughs> commemorative collectors' cups. Ding, dang, Hitler mania was running wild in the Third Reich. Indiana knew he wouldn't be able to get through customs looking like he did, but luckily, Indy had a plan. Greetings, it's me, Adolf Hitler, Indiana remarked as he cleverly disguised himself. A thing that happens! I didn't think that happened, but I put it, I did it! I don't think he disguises himself as Hitler, though. Well, no, but you were still shockingly close. He cleverly disguised himself as Adolf Hitler with an old sweatshirt from the gift shop and a comb that he cut in half and glued to his face to be a mustache. Yes, that's right. In order to complete his mission and find his dad, I guess, Indiana Jones had to become the one thing he hated most, German. The (laughs) custom... (laughs) The custom worker gave Indy a once-over before remarking... Well, I can't argue with evidence. You definitely are wearing the trademark mustache and pullover hoodies that Hitler is known for. Safe passage into the country, Manfjord. The customs officer waved Indy in, and he quickly removed his costume and ran forward into the country. Indiana Jones? Is that you, buckaroo? Remarked a voice. Who was it? That's right. None other than Marion Ravensroost, or whatever her name was. (laughs) These two former lovers reunite with a stern handshake and chest bump. Marion, what are you doing here? This is Nazi Germany, Indy asked, concerned for Marion's health and safety. I'm here investigating a mysterious artifact known as the wallet of Indiana Jones' dad. Rumor has it that this wallet has two tickets to Disney on ice, and the entire world is salivating on getting their hands on it. When you... Wallet Grail Diary. When you brought up the Grail Diary, I almost just left. I was like, (laughs) no! That can't be! (laughs) My god, Indiana Jones remarked, removing his big sunglasses. Hitler stole my whole ass dad. That means he must have dad's wallet, too. Meanwhile... So tell me, Mr. Indiana Jones' dad. Where is the wallet? Hitler remarked to Indiana Jones's dad, who merely spit in the face of the bad, bad man. You don't understand, Indy Papa. I'm trying to protect <laughs> you here. Your life is in danger just holding that wallet. Millions of assassins are descending upon this place, and they want your wallet, dead or alive. If you give the wallet to me, you'll be safe. Not on my watch. Aw, oh, dang, who is that? Is that Neo from the Matrix? He must be one of the assassins that's coming for the wallet. Neo and Hitler have a cool-ass fight, I guess, and then they do that thing where two guys run at each other with swords and then, like, slash at each other in midair, and when they land, one of them's, like, totally cut in two. It's very badass, except for the fact that it's Neo that got cut in half, so it's not that cool. So you thought of Keanu Reeves, and you pick Neo and uh, is it a, is an assassin, and you pick Neo and not John Wick. I, I, hold on, let me quickly. <laughs> oh dang, who is that? John Wick from the Matrix. He must be one of the assassins. <laughs> <laughs> now, where was I? Hitler said, wiping Neo's digital blood away from his face. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, except they're not really at a ranch. I've called in one of the top experts in finding archaeological items, Marion remarked to Indy as they enjoyed an occupied hamburger and Fuhrer fries at the local McHitler. I hate you so fucking much. (laughs) (laughs) Who's better than me at finding archaeological items, Indy pondered, when a tall, thin man with a face that kind of looks like it's almost- Indy also kind of sounds like Keanu Reeves. (laughs) A tall, thin man with a face that looks like it's kind of melting but kind of not walks up. Greetings, my friends! Are we here just looking to steal an old object? Perhaps some sort of declaration. A declaration of independence. Oh, not this guy, Andy thought to himself, as just Nicolas Cage himself sits down to eat with them. Well, if you two will excuse me, I need to use the little female slavatory, Marion remarked as she got up and left the duo alone. You aren't stealing anything today, Nick. Andy remarked, remembering the last time these two tussled in Nicaragua. I don't think you've got an option, big man, Nick responded. 
Marion called me in because she wants the tickets to Disney on Ice for herself. And she says if I get them before you, I get to be her date. You sound like Andy Samberg's impression of Nicolas Cage. That's who taught me how to do this! <laughs> um, I guess this one's also relevant. The female love interest wants the, wants the wallet. Grail diary. <laughs> that's my dad's wallet, and that's my wife or girlfriend. The strange lover? I don't know. Haven't watched the films. I don't know, man. Anyways, Nicolas Cage and Indiana Jones get into a fight in the ball pit of the McHitlers, and it ends with both of them getting foam swords from the ticket counter and running at each other and doing that leaping thing where one of them slices the other in half in midair, and oh no, ding-dang, Nicolas Cage is dead. What are you thinking? Are you insane? Marion screamed as she walks up on the carnage. I just thought you might want some ketchup with those fries. He comments, because blood looks like ketchup, you see, and they're in a Hitler-themed food restaurant, which serves fries. It's over! You, you know, that, that did happen in the third movie. You did get that exactly right. <laughs> the Hitler-themed food restaurant? No, the line about the ketchup and the fries. You're fucking lying to me. Yes, of course I'm fucking oh, lying to God. you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> It's over, Indiana Jones. I want a divorce. Marion screams, maybe, I don't know, uh, leaving Indian Jones sad and alone, because this is the part in the movie where everything goes wrong for our hero, I guess. Sean! A voice calls from behind him. He turns around, and he sees Dr. Sean Connery Indy, Dad, his father. What are you doing here? I came here to rescue you, Indy responds, as the two do a big dad kiss in the middle of the McHitler's. You would think the patrons would be upset, but this powerful dad-son kiss causes them all to suddenly hate Hitler and stop being Nazis. Kiss your Connery square on the lips. <laughs> well, I need your help now more than ever, Dad says, because I've lost my wallet. You don't happen to know where it is, do you? Of course, Dad. You gave me this special device that tracks your wallet wherever it is in the world at any time. Indy comments, pulling out a small device with a blipping GPS on it that shows the exact location of his father's wallet inside the palace of Hitler. Clever boy, Dad says, before punching Indy in the stomach and taking the GPS away before ripping off a latex mask. You fool, it was me, Adolf Hitler, all along. I, you kissed me, not your dad. No! <laughs> Indiana Jones screams as he chases after Hitler through the streets of Nazi Germany. He gets into a lot of fights with bad Nazi guys, Kiss and it's really fun. On the lips. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Hitler escapes into his palace, going after the powerful artifact known as Indiana Jones' dad's his wallet. But our hero is trapped outside, battling against two uh, Hitler guards. Ah, uh, dang, I'm outnumbered. Indiana Jones remarks, until suddenly one of the guards gets shot by a gun. Who had gun? That's right, Marion Ravenclaw was there, and she was about to tag-team these hoes with Indiana Jones. After their fight, they have good sex, probably. I've been told fan fictions need more sex and emotion in them, so these two do sex in the streets of Nazi Germany, and you know you take people would be mad but actually the power of their good sexual intercourse causes the entire country to stop being nazis and be chill about this stuff after all with one exception one man whose lust for power was too strong for any sex to interfere with adolf hitler and it was time to take him down hitler andy screams as he rushes into hitler's chamber let him go you bastard fine Hitler replies before dumping Indy's father, who's also tied up in a chair, end over end into a pool of sharks. I already have what I need. The wallet! Marion points to Hitler's hand, which obtained the wallet, which contained two tickets to Disney on Ice. We can't let it get away! I sound like Nicolas Cage now! Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I have to save my father, Indy says as he dives after his father into the pool of sharks as Marion fights Hitler because girl power, motherfucker. Anyways, Indy lands in the water with a splash where he discovers his father surrounded by sharks, but they all seem surprisingly docile. Dad? 
Dad, we gotta get out of here. I'm not leaving without him. Indy's dad says, pointing towards the sharks. What do you mean, Dad? Those are sharks. <laughs> I forgot about this next line I wrote. Ahem. Christ. These are my people, son. I, uh, I have a confession to make. Indy dad says before swimming over to his son and placing a loving hand on his shoulder. My name is Ramirez. I'm Spanish and Egyptian and also a shark turned human by a witch who was your mother. (laughs) (laughs) What? Indiana Jones responds shocked. And Hitler has had these sharks held against their will for a millennia. And it's time to release them onto the earth. They should have enough air to last them for three hours on land, but we must get them back to the ocean, son. How exactly do you plan on doing that? I'm I'm the shark Highlander, (laughs) indeed. I'm Spanish, Egyptian, and a shark. How do you plan on doing that? Indy responds. We gotta do fucking Highlander one day. (laughs) By letting my boy ascend to who he was always supposed to be. Meanwhile, Marion has fared well against Hitler, but the Kung Fuhrer has used his badass karate skills to level her into the dirt. I was going to invite you with me to the Disney show. Hitler me- I chin- I assume this is menaces? But I wrote meances. Hitler meances down at Marion. But now I'm just going to use the extra seat to hold my popcorn. Ah! He laughs as Marion crawls back in fear when suddenly, boom, water falls down like rain onto Hitler and Marion. And when the Adolf turns around, he sees a sight that seemed unbelievable. It was Indiana Jones, but something had changed. His arms were now sharks, and his leg were also sharks. His torso also, yep, you guessed it, sharks. He was basically in a mech suit, but the mech suit was made of sharks. It's over, Hitler, Shark Indiana Jones said before rushing towards the Fuhrer and engaging in an epic battle back and forth. Neither man would give an inch in this climactic battle, but eventually Indy grabbed one last shark his father, and he held his father to the sky in his big muscular shark hand and ran at Hitler. And then they did that jumping thing where they both slice a sword through the air. And when they landed, Hitler was dead, but Indy was very much alive. They did it. They killed the bad man. Then they take the sharks back to the ocean where sharks live. One of the sharks Frenches Indy's dad before leaving, and a teary-eyed Indy's dad is forced to tell them in his special shark language that he can't come with them. His home is now on the land. So, Dad, Indy responds as he places the sacred wallet into the breast pocket of his dad's coat. Why did you have those two tickets anyways? Because, son, I wanted to take you to see Disney on the ice. No way! Indiana Jones responds, and then they went to see Disney on Ice. It was fun. The end. post credit sequence! <laughs> They're watching Disney on Ice, but suddenly Goofy shoots a crossbow at Indy and it pierces his chest. Goofy removes his head. Uh-oh, it's Nicolas Cage, bitch, and it's time for round two. That's, uh, yeah, that's what I wrote. I think I can feel myself developing an aneurysm in real time. So, how much of it was on point? Like, I feel like I actually had a bit of it that was on point. Like, I know some of the smaller details, but I feel like overarchingly large, I pretty much nailed it. That's like 45%. 45% success. It wasn't <laughs> sharks, though. It was iguanas. Yeah. And Hannah Jones it- becomes an iguana man. It was iguanas. Um, At some point, I really did just kind of lean into Griffin's Amiibo Corner style of reading, which I really feels fe- it fit the fan fiction pretty well. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, it uh, it, it seemed like the 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 right <laughs> the right tone to take. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of those the thing that was a meme for a while the of like. 
I forced a bot to to watch all of the Indiana Jones movies and oh, then yeah. write an Indiana Jones script, uh, <laughs> except then I also, like, fucking spilled Dr. Pepper on my <laughs> machine learning thing so i fucked it up real bad (laughs) i fed i fed a bot the four indiana jones films and also a bottle of vodka and it made it smoke meth and this is what it came back with yes that i just as it started going on i just went where can i put in my name is ramirez and then i went oh i have to say it but i have to say i'm also a shark yeah so yeah that's what i did (laughs) this week even even your your random nonsensical bullshit is extra (laughs) (laughs) my name is ramirez i am a shark (laughs) oh fuck that would made highlander so you know honestly that in highlander 2 that would not have been bizarre much yeah that would that wouldn't have been that much weirder than highlander 2 already is highlander 2 got bird people (laughs) i can't wait for our kiss your shark dad square on the licks lips merch to drop (laughs) well we did it we fixed indiana jones sure i can't even say that one with a straight face I what's bad is despite actively trying to make mine nonsensical, I still think it's better than fucking Crystal Skull. I yes, still th- yeah. you know what? That's true. I would much rather watch your. I would much rather watch your your crimes than rewatch Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh oh. <laughs> Megan, you di- you activated my ding-dang trap card because it's time to talk about what we're doing next week. And that's I, I, right. I, I don't like the sound of that. That's right, fools. It's time to duel because we're doing you. I can't get out of the Griffin Amiibo corner voice now. Yeah, now you're broken. You're just like this now. And that's next week. We will be doing the hit series Yu-Gi-Oh, which featured people playing children's cards games for fun. And that will be on the next hit episode of Fun Fiction, starring me and Megan. This this is, okay, I I don't like this anymore. Please stop. (laughs) Megan, where can people find you on the internet? I'm very scared. Um... (laughs) People can find me at Oh No Lit Class, a podcast that that's about books and um and and not books, mostly books. <laughs> I'm very fr- I'm not even in the room with you, and I'm scared. The energy <laughs> you're giving off is just <laughs> frightening. It's it's about books and ding dong jokes. Uh. It, and uh, it's it's at it's at odolickclass.com and wherever that you you do podcasts wherever you you make you make listen podcasts and if yes. you want if you want more me if 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 you want more of my hot takes about printers and academia <laughs> those can be found on on the Twitter at Meg underscore Danger and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S <laughs> T-T-Y-E-M-O, and you can check out all the other podcasts, including The Mini Adventures of Sammy Magic, which is Harry Potter, but better. If you like fan fiction, just listen to fucking Sammy Magic. Just do it. Jesus Christ. How is this both our worst and best episode? I don't know how we've done it. <laughs> it's because we- we're recording on the wrong day. We, it's, yeah, we, it's the end thrown- yeah. The mojo's thrown off, baby. Yeah. Austin Powers callback. Hell yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can find all my shows at a load of purebs.com. Thank you to thank you to Best Day for the the song. Now you're doing it. <laughs> and thank you to Best Day. They make very good music that starts and ends the podcast. It's very nice. And you can find more of it at soundcloud.com slash best day or by searching best day on Spotify or Apple Music. I, I can't do it as good as you can. I recently <laughs> received their hit LP and now it's time to shove it in my mouth and see how good this music really tastes. <laughs> also, please support us. Please. <laughs>
emotionally, <laughs> just emotionally, or if just, you want, just support us. Just tell us that it's gonna be okay. Tell us and if you can't do that, do it monetarily on Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS. Uh, it's, it's, I know it's weird because you're donating to a network, but like as soon as you donate, you get to choose where your money goes through a fun little spreadsheet I made. So if you want us to have all your money, you click that. If you want me to have all your money, any of the other shows, and I'll just steal it. It's okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's our own little max fun kind of thing where you can choose what shows get your support. You tell us how you came here. You get access to a Discord. You get access to exclusive shows, which I'm still brainstorming what ours is. But I am thinking, because I've had some fans send me fan fiction, we could just review listener-submitted fan fiction and be like, well, you did better than we did. <laughs> you did better than we possibly could have. I feel like that's going to be the case Every time. <laughs> pretty pretty much. I got sent one the other day that was like 10,000 words, and I'm like, no, fam. Like, come on. Or is 10,000 words a lot? I can't remember how much it was, but it was long, and I'm like, no. 10,000 words is a lot of words. I mean, yeah. like, that's kick like, that's kick ass, but like, we have, we got jobs, yeah, and we do exactly. podcasts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we may end up doing that. If that's something you'd be interested in, let us know on our personal Twitter accounts. Also, if you have suggestions for future episodes, DM us on Twitter or Instagram on the official Fun Fiction Show Twitter account. And God, it feels weird ending it normal after what we just did. Like, after what I just did. I'm sorry, I don't want to incorporate you into it. <laughs> I was going to say, don't drag me into this. <laughs> uh, big up merch at merch.loadofprbs.com and just tell a friend to check out Fun Fiction. Send them any episode other than this one. <laughs> just... We've said that way too many times at this point. I think this, uh, okay, stray away from Stranger Things in this one. Like, Wait, wait. <laughs> Why is it all the episodes where I did a good are all the ones where it's like, don't send them this one? <laughs> I can't, I think we said it during that one. That's why. But I know, but I'm saying that's the pattern that's emerging. <laughs> it's because I know you do a good job and I don't want to fight that battle of who's going to be the better writer. So I immediately just hold my sword down and commit honorable seppuku and then whatever lands on the page is what I read. And then you tell people, don't listen to, don't listen to the episodes where I do a fucking decent job. Send people exclusively Megan's episode. Actually, no, no, no. Tell them after Megan's done, stop. Just stop listening. <laughs>